What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This podcast is brought to you by Ease. Ease Ease.com. Your first purchase, and I'm getting a lot of this, people are taking advantage of it. $20 off. Promo code HAM. Over 50 bucks. Free delivery. E-A-Z-E dot com. Promo code HAM. Tell other people to use the promo code. Help out your friends. Third and a fifth. This, you know, it's easy to forget the weekend started with a report from Rap Sheet that Buffalo was working on a trade for him. What was so, that, like Thursday night? Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. It was Thursday night. Um, third and a fifth. Not, not, guy, not working on a trade. Like, it's a done deal. There it is. NFL oh, I, thought, said, I thought it was he's like. He's coming. He said it's a done I, I thought it was like. It's well, he kinda... didn't say the words done deal. He just said, there it is. And, and then at NFL tweeted, like, he's on the move to Buffalo. Like, it. Everyone kind of ran with it like he was going to Buffalo. Gotcha. But, it, yeah. Uh, but he's tweeted about this one. His son has been in a Raiders helmet. Derek Carr's tweeted at him. Everybody's tweeted about it. Coletio Semele didn't tweet about it, but we'll get to him later. Yeah, uh, they shit on him on the way out, huh? <laughs> $19.8 million a year in new money. 30, uh, $30 million guaranteed. There wasn't any guaranteed previously. And uh, he got paid. He got paid, John, which in the end is what this is all about. Well, I think there are so many different angles of this. In a vacuum, no one on this podcast is disputing he's a great player, an all-time great player. You, you could argue. I do. I was looking at his numbers thinking you could argue he's been the best player in the NFL for the last, whatever, five years. In the NFL. Yeah. Like you disagree with that? Yeah. No, I mean, I quarterbacks mean, are weird, but. Yeah. No, I know what you're saying. Yes. 100%. I don't think you could you could have a fucking legit case. Uh, remember the game that he had against the Raiders? Do I remember the game he had against the Raiders? <laughs> 280 yards. Wasn't it the biggest, most yards by a receiver without scoring a touchdown? Yeah, because it was, it was an incredible performance. Was it 19 catches? What was it? I thought it was 17, 17 but it was like yeah. 280. It, it, it was high. And uh, just a back-breaking play. Remember the game was tied with like, 15 seconds yes. left and they throw a quick screen and he gets him in a field goal range. Like how did that happen? But so in a vacuum, great player three and a fifth, not very much for a great player. 
I, I, I do think you have to look at it like this because I didn't read the Bill Barnwell article, but I guess the headline at ESPN was the Raiders fleece the Steelers. Oh, I didn't know that. He was not going anywhere where there was going to be no new money. One big reason the Bills deal fell through wasn't because he didn't want to go to Buffalo. It was because they were not going to give him this quote-unquote new money. And the Raiders ultimately capitulated to that when no other teams would, guy. 30 other teams. So part of the reason the you know they acquired him at the price, which I give them credit, they they paid a solid price, you know. Inter, I mean, like a uh, a, a team con- friendly deal. Third and a fifth is nothing. But to give him new money, which again, I, I have no problem with what he's being paid. He's a twenty million dollar player. Because, like you said, you could argue he's been the best player in the league for six years. So I I don't, I don't even look at him like overpaid. My, my first reaction goes, you're telling me that this guy. He is going to succeed with the Raiders. Like that, That's my first take. This guy, after what I just witnessed with Gruden, the madness, I, you know, Derek, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I saw a st- – well, I, I, when I think Antonio Brown, I go, perfect fit Derek Carr. That's not the fucking guy I think. And I know he likes him, and they had fun at the Pro Bowl. It's like, what are you talking about, middle class? Yeah, and I think Derek's going to like playing with him. But I, th- there was a stat today I think Albert Brewer tweeted out. He he's one of the greatest post play extenders that that's ever played at receiver. Like when the first couple reads break down and the quarterback has to scramble, that's when he just doesn't work. And obviously, Big Ben is one of the greatest keep play alive guys in NFL history. I think it was Sharp Football or someone broke it. Or you know, Warren Sharp Football. Yeah. That Derek's the worst at that in the NFL. But you know he's what's interesting really about him? Player. What's interesting about him, though, is like there have been there have been quarterback wide receiver marriages that we thought didn't make sense. Right. Like uh, Dwayne. Bow. what was one like? Was it Alex and Dwayne Bow? No, it wasn't Dwayne Bow. Who was it? Macklin. Who they have that was like, was it Macklin? That was kind of a deep threat. And it was like, wait a second. Is this but it was Andy? Yeah, they, they, they signed Macklin to like 40 million dollars. Remember? Because they had the year before they had not scored a wide receiver touchdown. That's right. That's right. But like the thing I would say with Derek is I, Derek Carr is not physically incapable of getting the ball down the field. Well, see, see, and I think I even jumped the gun with even bringing up Derek. I I think part of it, my my first reaction goes, you fucking hit the nuke, you blew the thing up, so you're starting over, and everyone's you know just it is what it is now. Then you go and get a 31-year-old that you got to pay, which, again, the paying part doesn't really bother me, and he didn't pay that much to acquire him, but that doesn't that defeat the purpose of the plan? And that's where I go. So even before Derek, because I'm with you, if Derek plays better, he, they should be fine. But I, I don't quite – when none of the other teams in the league looked at it and thought that it was a – you know, I, I just – Okay. This team? So a few things. Let, let's, let me try and put all these things in a little box. Because you're right. It's not like Derek – Derek should, in theory, if he's playing well, be a good outside-the-pocket thrower, right? Yeah, exactly. But let's put a few little things in boxes here. Firstly, um, just the deal itself, a third and a fifth and give Antonio Brown money. Are you good with that from the Raiders' perspective? I am. Yes. Okay. Yes. Secondly. Because you agree, like, at 19-8-whatever-it-is, and they pay 17 It's like, who cares? Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, and I know he's 31, but he— Still, he's, he is still a really good player. And even if he's not the same player next year, that's still a really, 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 really good player. 
I think. We're on the same page, guy. We're on the same page there. Two, I agree with you. I think part of what you're saying is a reaction to they fleeced them, where it's like, well, part of why they were in position to do this deal is because other teams weren't willing to do what they just did, right? That's part of the point you're making. So I think we agree. Well, like, if other teams in the NFL would have given a third and a fourth or whatever for or you know, whatever, because the Bills were prepared to flip nine and 20. So that's box number three. I'd would you rather, rather give a, rather have nine if you're the Steelers than three and five? Yes. But if I'm the team acquiring him, I'd rather do what the Raiders did than what the Bills were. I'd rather pay in money than in first round picks. Completely agree. Like the Raiders had a much better offer than the Bills. For Antonio. For, for Antonio. For Antonio Brown the human, not for the Steelers. But a- Antonio had this trump card that no one else really in the league besides, like, like you said, five or six guys because he's – hell, he might be the top guy, that he just like, I'm not going to show up. And I think everyone's been watching him from clutch to the Instagram. It's like, I, I don't know if he's, he might just be crazy enough. Like, I don't know if he's bullshitting. You know, this guy's, <laughs> this guy's nuts. Well, you notice we didn't hear from Rosenhaus at all, and then the deal is done and Rosenhaus is on TV like, Mayock's a genius. He's an incredible <laughs> deal maker. We're so happy. We, 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 you know, this was all part of the plan. We worked well together. It's like, wait, Rose, are, are, you with, are you with me that Drew can sell? You watch that video, you're like, God damn, the Raiders are like the Pats. I watched that video and was like, oh, Rosenhaus is an agent. I didn't even, like, he, that's his agent? I, I don't know. Um, it makes sense, I guess, but. Drew, Drew, he is a smooth operator, though, once yeah, the camera goes phenomenal. on. Phenomenal. He's like, you know, Mike, I, you know, you guys would be lucky to have him back, and I'd be lucky to have him gone. It was hard to win that one. It's like, Jesus, Drew is it? I was thinking if I was in the league, I'd probably want that guy on my fucking side. <laughs> Don't you? Do you agree with that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you um, got to feel pretty good with him as your agent. Oh, right. If you're the player, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. To me, it's a, it's basically a no. Like, he would be my guy. Right. Like I. We, we make I make fun of Clutch all the time. Like, to me, Clutch, I don't feel great, like, about their standing in the league and their power. Like, that guy clearly has taken it to another level now, and he's a closer, right? He gets shit done. He gets dudes paid. And so, But he, but he kind of does it normal. You know, it's he didn't really take this off, right? It was kind of Antonio. Yeah, but, but again, guys. like, we don't, like, he had the guy that was doing sit-ups in the front yard, like. But my point, that was, like, 15 years ago. To me, he's grown a little. No, I'm no, not no, saying no. he doesn't have that in him. I'm just saying the player represented by Drew was doing all the stuff that he was doing, and we don't know how much of it Drew was secretly telling him, yeah, 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 do this. Here's the plan. You just go nuts on Instagram, and this is going to work out for us. You think there's a chance that he was a part of that? You're yes. right. I mean, I can't, yeah, you're right. Because yeah. he is smart, right? Yes, he's really smart. And I'm with you. I, he's a really good agent. Um, okay, well, if so you're we, Antonio right now, you were hugging the shit out of him. He just got you $30 million extra, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, you're, you're, you'd make out with him. I mean, and, that's just. Okay. He, he, Antonio's sorry. got four contracts, guys, that's coming in the league. He's thir- four. It's unheard of. One and three more. Quarterbacks don't do four contracts. No, it's insane. <laughs> um, but it's not really because he is good enough. But it's just he's he's a character. So here, so here's the thing. Now back, I want to go back to something you were saying about the Raiders and like why do you you trade guys? You're resetting, but then you sign a 31 year old. I mean, I know they were trading players for picks, but did we ever think Gruden was really going to spend like three years rebuilding a team? I mean, we fully expected him to trade one. We've been talking about this for 
months that he's going to trade one of these first rounders for an established veteran. Now he didn't do it, at least not yet. He traded a third and a fifth, but like I, 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 I'm not waiting. He wants to try and win right now. Of course he does. Yes. And I get why he did this deal. And I really think there are a lot of worse deals out there that he could have done than getting Antonio Brown for a third and a fifth and spending some money. Yeah, I don't think that's arguable. Like this is a good deal for the Raiders in a vacuum on paper. They acquired a good player. They didn't have to pay that much money. They they acquired an elite player. But I think when you get outside the vacuum, you go, this guy played with the Steelers, which I think many people just would consider a top four or five organization, not in football but in sports. Yeah, I mean they've been winning since before we were born, and they just consistently win and they consistently do high level shit. And this guy just – there were times, and I think people forget this, this notion because I see people tweeting to me like, Middlecoff, it's so overrated that he's a diva. He's the hardest worker. No one has argued or disputed like he works hard at practice or he plays hard in games. Like those are, those are not knocks on him. His knock was, yeah, sometimes he just wouldn't show up to the Steelers who, again, have been paying him a shitload of money. It's not like, you know what, the Steelers were screwing him kind of like Bill. Guy, they paid him. We might have talked about this on the podcast or off the podcast. They paid him going into his third year before he, I think he had 86 career catches. So, like, they took, they knew they had a star when he was young, and then they kept breaking him off. So, they always took care of him. Now, Roethlisberger, here's another thing. I saw some media member tweet, how is Roethlisberger going unscathed in all this? What are you talking about? People are ripping Roethlisberger left and right. Unscathed? No, I'd say he's getting more shit. I'd say the casual fan, even people like me and you that are kind of laughing with Antonio, but also like, God, he's a little nuts, have constantly been saying, yeah, we do understand what he's saying about Ben, right? Right, right. So I I think Roethlisberger has kind of got eviscerated in all this as well. And I, I just go, the Raiders organization, the turmoil, the change, the constant just... I mean, they quit on the season week one. It was just some crazy shit. Now, they've turned it over a lot, and Derek's, you know, trying to get his footing back under him to get a guy that just never seems to be happy, even when he's constantly being paid, who also never seems to quite get the ball enough when he's been constantly fed the ball. That's a risky, risky proposition. Now, I, I, I do hear fans that are saying, the risk first reward, yeah, they, they didn't risk that much. But they did risk trying to kind of just Derek Gruden's team, and you got this guy that has a huge personality. So it's one thing to go, we coach him at the Senior Bowl, or I mean the Pro Bowl. You know, Gruden's at the Pro Bowl because he called it forever, so he got to be around him. He's called Steeler Games. Derek played with him. They liked each other. Like, I'm not arguing any of that stuff. It's another thing when the fucking – OTAs, not even the everyone gets along in OTAs, but like training camp, and once the games start, and he he come, they lose week one, thirty to ten, and he had six targets, and four catches, and he's hot. And where where, where are the cameras going? Yeah, going to Seth Roberts, or are they going to eighty four? Because I'll tell you where I'd go if I had the camera. If they ever let Haberman and Middlecoff back in, I'd go right to eighty four. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. We should say full disclosures. We're getting excited about the trade. I mean, we're we're businessmen. Um, that we talked last week that we didn't think the environment was a great was a good fit for him. That's my that's my only negative guy. But and that's no, what people I like, think I'm a hater. Like yeah, no, but, I, right. And so let me uh, 
not help you out, but you're not saying you wouldn't have done the deal if you're them. You're saying this deal has a lower percentage chance of working here than somewhere else. Because in theory, in Pittsburgh, you should have one of the highest percentage chances of working. The wrench in that is that Ben is difficult. Ben's difficult. Like, but I, don't we, you think everyone that. that you've listened to talk admits that and openly talks about that? Yeah, I'm just saying it's really an incredible testament to the Steelers organization that they have Ben and Le'Veon and Antonio, and it worked as long as it worked. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, 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 part of that, the point is part of that is Ben. Now, for the A.B. and Derek thing, I thought, I think Vic Tafer made an interesting point on Twitter Saturday night or Sunday morning. And it was in conjunction with some of the stuff that Gruden has said about Kyler Murray. The premise being, if Gruden could draft Kyler, he probably would. Right? Like, I think a lot of people, we think that. if He had a, he probably would draft Kyler if he could. Or at least that he's he'd strongly consider it. And Vic's point was, one thing that getting Antonio Brown does is... It gives you a really clear kind of make or break year for Carr if you're Gruden or any just any of us evaluating. We're not going to be able to say at the end of this year, oh, well, they didn't really have any receivers. Let's see. And then you've got a much better idea going into Vegas what you want to do with the quarterback position if but, it doesn't but I, go well. But someone tweeted at me, so this we can cut out all the BS about Derek being gone. And I said, we're about to find out. And, and then I got a bunch of people like, Middle Cup, you've been saying he's going to the Cardinals. Yes, like everyone, I think he's going to the Cardinals. There is a chance, though, we are getting okey-doked by the Cardinals. Yeah. And, and, and they make a move with the Raiders. There now, is, except, here's the one thing I keep saying about that is like. But we're going to find out here relatively soon, you think. I, I, the one part I don't totally get is like, because I agree. You and I talked about this on the pod recently. Like, are we sure? This is a little weird. But if would it really, make less sense to if they were able to get Kyler to have Antonio Brown on the roster? Would it make less like I think you get a great player, you just take a great player in theory. I don't think it makes less sense with Kyler than with Derek. Well, I mean, I just think like to me, like if the Raiders got Kyler Murray, I wouldn't go. Oh, well, now this Antonio Brown thing's a waste. I great player. Well, I think I I I guarantee you this. Whenever the AB press conference has happens, the one thing Gruden's going to say is one of the reasons I want this guy here is I want everyone to see how to practice. He said it before. He's going to say it again. Like, he's going to look at him. And that again, guy, this is the disconnect I have. Yeah. He's going to look at him like a role model. <laughs> and I'm telling you, that don't, don't you agree with that? Yeah. <laughs> like, and, and that's, that's and that's not because the, the one thing we've seen there's evidence here, right? Like, don't expect Antonio Brown to show up, and there not be any issues. <laughs> exactly. Like, and, like and we'd be, you'd be say, naive to think, hard, that, but he practices hard. We know he practices hard. That's, that hasn't. That is not. I've never heard the Steelers mention one. Th- you know, God, if we could just get him to work hard and yeah. practice, like it's that not a, not, it's not a like debatable point. Yeah, no, no one's arguing about it. Right. It's there are going to be issues. That is. That is not even arguable. Well, because think about it, John. It's not just Antonio Brown. Like, Gruden, he's not a guy that's, oh, yeah, you know, Gruden's pretty low-key. He doesn't get into it with anybody. Yeah, I I think Gruden and Antonio will have a seamless transition running the offense. They they, they won't have any disagreements. Now, I will say, I think Derek's a lot easier to be around than Derek in this position, I I do think you 
that tape for take is strong if Derek's still the quarterback, which I expect him to be. I just think there's this crazy wild card that is Kyler Murray that I, I can't predict the future. I, I don't know. It is out there, so just something to keep an eye on. But if Derek's the guy, you're right. It, it puts a insane amount of pressure, and I bet fans were like, good, he needs it, which it is a positive. But to me, part of like – there's one thing to add pressure. Like if you got a Julio Jones or – Odell's, you know, or even Odell, but Odell's a little more like Antonio, that you'd go, well, so he's got to produce and he needs the pressure, but he's also kind of got to manage just being the quarterback, this kind of big personality. I, I think it's going to be a challenge. I just, I don't think they've ever, he's ever played with anyone even close to that. Crabtree was the closest and what happened at the end? And Crabtree's pretty low key if, as long as things are going well. And right when Crabtree got here, things started going well. Right, and here was the other thing for Crabtree. That first year he's playing on a two million dollar deal, so he had double middle fingers up at the league, right? To see, like, I'm Michael Crabtree, I'm still a good player, has the best season of his career, and then the next year they were just good. And they were a 12 win team, and he had one of the best years of his career. And then the following year, when it just didn't go that well, that's when it got off the rails. But couldn't you say that coming in, like, they're probably not going to be very good. They were one of, I think we'd all agree they're the least talented team in the league now. Yeah. I think that's the other thing to address is like, what do we do? Do we look at them? Cause I think some, you know, some, you start looking for the Mark Davis is going to deliver on that promise to have a parade at Oakland. He's got one year to do it or two. We'll see. Uh, I, like he's a really good player, but I'm with you. This to me doesn't guarantee anything in terms of how many more games they're going to win this year. Well, I, I got a lot of guy. What if they get Le'Veon Bell too? Could they make the playoffs? Like, they just signed Le'Veon yeah, Bell. right. They got three first-rounders and a high second-rounder. So, yeah. then they would have Le'Veon Bell, Antonio Brown, uh, Rashawn Gary, let's say, Nikhil Harry, and Noah Font. Fant, you know, or Greedy Williams. Or, you know, let's just say they get three legit – hell, and another dude with a tight second. Like, you, you do see – they do have a lot of inventory in the draft. Yeah. I, but I think the question is that it – it, you'd be hard-pressed to say two of their, let's say, two of their top four picks are big impact players. Like, all four should immediately show talent and stuff, but to expect that every guy is going to be the equivalent of, like, Nick Chubb, Devontae Adams, you know, you just, like, super uh, Marcus Lattimore and uh, Alden Smith. Like, that's that's unreal. We, we, we all watch the draft a lot knowing that if you had eight first-round draft picks, Let's just say Team X had eight first-round draft picks. Probably four of them would be really good players. That's just – we've seen it over and over. So if you go three, and I'll even factor in pick 35, so your four picks, more the, the, the history would show, even if Bill Polian's drafting, you're probably going to hit on two of the four. If you do a great job, three, and even if it is three, some players are slow to develop. Right? right. Not every guy hits the ground running as a – 22-year-old in the NFL. Devontae Adams was a bust two years into his career. So I, I think it's the expectations on those guys, let's say if they do get a Le'Veon Bell, and then if they sign Le'Veon Bell, we can just say, yeah, the rebuilding thing got thrown out the window. The pressure on those rookies would then go up tenfold, right? I'm not viewing this at any point as a rebuild. not Because that's not Gruden. Like I just, you know, like I don't think John thinks like that. And certainly I can't imagine Mayock. Well, I, I got this. I texted a couple people in the NFL. I said, do you think Mayock – I've been listening – my personal thought on this. 
we've been listening to Mayock talk about players forever. I got a pretty good idea what his philosophies are, the type of players he likes. He's a little old school. Would Mike Mayock have wanted Antonio Brown? Regardless of, you know, even if you get for cheap, starting like kind of putting their stamp in the Raider star. Right. If this was year one of Mayock and he had whoever, Dennis Allen in his first year as the head coach. I got multiple people say no. Now, did everyone's like, well, what do you what do you mean? Because then I, I tweeted out, like, I don't think this was Mayock's idea. And they're like, well, he crushed the negotiations. Well, yeah. If your boss tells you, you have to go buy this piece of land, and you're like, I don't want that piece of land, but my superior tells me I got to go get it. Well, if you're going to go get it, you're not then going to negotiate a shitty deal. You're going to try to get the best deal for that piece of land. So I don't blame him if he knows John wants him to get the best deal, as he should, he's smart. He's going to well, be good at that. But, but John, but that is part of the thing, right? The question, he's never done this, can he get good deals? So, like, your boss might send you to go get a good deal. You still got to get a good deal. But I, but I think most of us, we never know till he started doing it, kind of gave Mayock the benefit of the doubt because he's really smart. No doubt. He was gonna be, I, no no he was doubt. I'm just... Yeah. Yeah, I'm not shocked at that, I guess. No, I'm just saying, I don't know how anybody can think it's Mayock's idea. Gruden's clearly in charge. But... If Mayock was the difference between trading a third and a fifth and trading a second, then he's already he's making his money. He's valuable to the organization. If he just understands draft value better than Gruden, or at least maybe not even understands it, it's probably not the right word, just values it more, right? If Mayock is the reason that deal was a third and a fifth and not something bigger, if Mayock said, look, we are way better off paying him what he wants than trying to get him for a first and pay him less money, whatever, then that's the deal. If he was, if that was him, then good. 100%. And it, it might, like I, I, I am the least concerned with Mike and his ability just to do normal stuff. Now, do I expect him to do like crazy, crazy Roseman deals all the time? You know, I no. but I mean, it's, I have, I have faith in him being able to do what he's asked to do. It's just pretty clear. Like, they had been talking about this guy for a while, since well before Mike got here. And that's not I'm not trying to diminish Mike's role. I I've said all along, John should just let Mike pick the players and just coach the team. Now that's I can say that. That's not a realistic thing though, right? Yeah. That's not the way it's gonna happen. So yeah, if Mike at any point kind of stepped in because we were talking maybe you said this earlier in the podcast, <laughs> I'm a little fuzzy right I now. I understand. Or might have said it uh, before that should Buffalo have just fucking bit the bullet and paid Antonio Brown? Now, in their mind, well, we, we're not going to do the pick swap if I got to pay him too. That, that that would be a bad deal. So maybe they're like, we're out, right? I, I, I would understand that if you're Buffalo. Like, we're giving you – we're giving 9 to 20 or whatever. He already makes a shit ton. We're not going to give him new money. That's That's kind of crazy business. Now, if they were given a three and five, they said, well, you can give us your three and five or your three and your four. And you just, you know, if you got to convince them to come, if they, if they were also given that scenario and didn't pay them, then they're idiots. Because they should have. Right. Because if you're willing to do it, like, there's no disputing the better deal is a three and a five in money than just even nine. Right. Right. Yep. <laughs> I think unless unless part of that was him saying I'm not even like Rosenhaus saying we're not negotiating with the Bills like we 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 think what's their what's their that might have like they like don't you think they would have known Thursday there's a deal out there to be made with the Raiders like like you said they've been talking about this forever well well, guy I had heard midweek that one of the reasons the Raiders were out 
was because they didn't want to give him new money. That's why I think when the deals all fell through, like on Friday night, or I guess it was Thursday night, because all these teams were like, what the fuck? This guy, he makes a ton. That's the thing. All, all the player empowerment people on Twitter are like, good for him. Like, he's been making a ton. He has not been getting screwed. I want to get. He has not been an indentured servant. I okay? want to get to the player empowerment coming up. But I do have one more AB question before we move on, unless you have something else on him. My, it's a very basic question because I was watching the video of him on uh, his going on his Instagram, just like hanging out in his backyard, wearing a red. I love how I love when his kid and he, Otto. It's yeah. always around. It's like Otto, Otto. autonomy, <laughs> autonomy Brown. Is that his real name? Like A U T O autonomy. So it's auto A U T O. It's like if people haven't seen it, it's not like O T T O. But Antonio's like out by the jungle gym, yeah, in the backyard, showing showing his abs. What do, you, what do you think that – is that in Florida, you think, uh, Pat? Looks like it. Yeah. I think he's from Florida, so I'd, I, that's what I'd guess. Uh, but my que- – I have a very basic question. Do you think somebody just went to the mall and bought him a Raiders hat today or, or Well, yesterday? he th- the person he thanked – Somebody yeah. sent it? No. Because he had I, a Raiders helmet already. Y- yeah. Did that get I overnighted? You, you could probably go to the local like, Or he might have, shop. like, maybe got a helmet from a friend. You know, like so maybe some guys have, like, other people's helmets. Yeah, I would imagine the you know the people that he knows or friends with some you know they could have. He get sent it. somebody to could. the local lids, and they got or like the mall, and they got a Raiders hat. You think? Or just someone made a call, and the dude had a Raider helmet at his house. They're like, bring it over. But what about you the know? hat? Brand new hat had the hologram on it. I'm just well, wondering. To, to me, that that's pretty easy. The helmet's more impressive to get that quick. No doubt. I know it's right. easy. I just love the idea of somebody that, like Antonio's friend walking into the mall, like having to race over to the mall to get a hat because Antonio wants to go live on Instagram in 10 minutes. That's all. Yeah, right. Would if like would he have had a Titans helmet today if he had been a Titan? <laughs> a Redskin helmet? Maybe. I don't know. Uh, all right, Antonio Brown's changing the game. Anything else to say on the trade for now? I mean, we'll have plenty. Yeah. Um, I want to get to him, but. I, I, I just think this is, if it fails and it just does not go well, to me it's going to, the Gruden quote-unquote culture, and it could derail Derek's career. Like, if Derek's really bad with this guy, he's going to get crushed. Yeah, that's a good point. Because the one thing is, we know Antonio Brown's good. So, Derek, everyone thought he had this good season last year. I kind of disagree. I didn't think he was that good. There is immense that, – that is the one thing, Vic, I, that's, that tweet is dead on. There is immense pressure on him. Like, is, there, is there any can, – can we get my bookie odds on where, who the first pass attempt is thrown to? Well, we were supposed to have my bookie, I think, on the podcast this week. It might be a little bit on me. I don't have the script in front of us, so we'll – uh, yeah, I I'm will. just saying, like, there is no way Jalen Rashard gets the first pass attempt this year. Like, that is going into that first ball is going into quadruple coverage if it has to for AB. Yes, he's going to throw some picks over to 84 side. Did you see the the clip of him in the jungle gym going, DC, I'm open, <laughs> and it's funny, but he's kind of serious. Like, hey, Derek, this guy's yelling, I'm open at you every fucking play. Well, he might that- be open, John. Well, I know he's going to be some of the time, but most of the he, time, don't you think he believes even when I, even when I'm covered, I'm open. And I would like say, Derek, throw him the rock. Derek, I will not he, get mad at jump balls to Antonio. Brown. Not even he jump ain't, balls, looking, at, he ain't looking at any of these dudes like equals. Now, if they get, you realize how, if you're a Raider fan though, the hope and the power of these picks. And if you sign, were to sign Le'Veon, like, damn, I got Le'Veon Bell. 
I add, you know, just one of those, like Akeem Butler and Nikhil Harry. Maybe I draft a tight end too. Like you, you could sell yourself. Oh like, yeah, baby. We're back. No doubt. Let's. No matter what happens this year, let's not forget the optimism of the spring. Okay. Uh, all right. So Man, like, like you didn't want him here. Of course I wanted him here. Think I want to talk about Marcel Aitman? <laughs> no, I'm glad he's here. I hope Le'Veon comes next. No doubt. Save big on brunch for mom. All in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.